Welcome once more to a very special Street Writers. These are 10 minutes of writing motivation, inspiration, and activation. Here's the second half of our interview with Academy Award winner, Marshall Curry. They beat us to the punch. Admiring the craft and being jealous of it. Marshall, we're all jealous of you, but is there something that inspires you? There's a lot of good stuff on TV these days. There's, there's some great music that I'm listening to and loving. And one piece of art that I wanted to draw people's attention to is actually the podcast that was the inspiration for my short film, The Neighbor's Window. That story I wrote was inspired by a true story that I had heard years before on a podcast called Love and Radio. And it's a terrific podcast generally, but the story in particular uh, is told by a woman named Diane Wipert, and the story is called The Living Room. And if people just Google mm -hmm. Living Room by Diane Wipert, they can, they can hear it, or they can go to the Love and Radio website or, or, or just pull down the podcast from wherever they listen to podcasts. So, uh, and of course, if they want to see the film that was inspired by it, the film is called The Neighbor's Window at theneighborswindow.com. They can watch that. The whole movie's just free online on YouTube and, uh, and at that website as well. That's great. Such a powerful story. And as you said, um, to get those kind of things just inspires you to do different things and create from there. You're saying just, I'm just curious because you said you have so much great television on. How do you filter through any of that? You know, Mark and I talk about that sometimes. Like, how do you yeah. figure out which one to choose from that? It's tough. I mean, for us, it's it's probably word of mouth is ninety nine percent of it. So, yeah. just asking people, and you know, there've been felt there've been shows that that we've watched the first one and thought, ah, I'm not sure this one's for us. We, <laughs> not even because they're not good, but I, my wife and I probably have a lower than average tolerance for violence. You know, mm -hmm. like not from a moral perspective necessarily, but just like a hey, you just squeamish or, you know, mm -hmm. pains us. So, like, we never did the Game of Thrones thing. Like, sexual mm -hmm. violence is particularly a little, makes me a little uneasy from my life, too, I guess. But it's, sometimes it's hard to know until you, until you try. Hey, what writing is knocking you out? Tell us about it at anchor.fm slash streetwriters slash message. Hit us with your best shot. It's time to get in the ring with Marshall. I have a few different projects that are in early stages, all fiction. So I love documentaries and and have a couple of doc ideas but don't have one that i'm currently developing but on the fiction side there are a couple of stories including one uh that's a fiction film inspired by or based on a another documentary that i loved called psychopath that's like a quirky documentary about a um, garbage man who lives in oklahoma outside of tulsa and decides that he wants to build the largest, most profitable haunted attraction in all of America. Oh my God. And so he <laughs> buys some land uh, and starts building this thing. It's sort of like Field of Dreams. But, meets but the with Adam a, family. Yeah, meets the Adam family. That's great. That, I'm going to start using that. But yeah. Wow. Yeah, that sounds like fun. Wow. Yeah, it's terrific. It's really, it's really oh, great. Well, my, my family is the stage haunted houses. So oh, I, is I, that right? I definitely want to see where you go with that. That's awesome. Okay. Might have to yeah, call Dan, you Dan's, Dan's a local star here because every year, because we both live in Stanford, Connecticut, and yeah. uh, you know, just coincidentally, I met Dan in the city and we work there. But every year in the newspaper for a million years, Dan and his brothers would be featured on Halloween night because kids from all <laughs> over the neighborhood used to come to these, this crazy man and, and family's uh, Halloween extra. And it was beautiful. It was amazing yeah. stuff. So, um, Dan, you might want to be featured in this little uh, <laughs> story or at least be a consultant on it. 
it's yeah. it's such a, a, a you're already in it you know you're gonna it's such a it's a world unto itself you know we, we went to so many of the haunted house conventions you know you did. The, the mindset of the people oh yeah and, yeah. and the, you know buying the props and you know my brother became the the real driver and kind of ruined it for us a little bit because he tried to turn it into a sort of a for-profit model and i kept saying this isn't a this isn't a for-profit model this is a self-funded hobby at this point you're, <laughs> you're taking every dollar you're making and sinking it back into you know something but it, it's a it's a fun world. It really is. And the people who, who enjoy it are really interested to see if, where you go with that. Your arsenal includes fiction and nonfiction. How do you think about things going forward? Is it that same thing? Like you see something, maybe a documentary and say that'd be a cool fictional story or are you play by circumstance or do you have a direction as to where you want to go? I mean, I really liked working with actors. I, I, I enjoyed mm. that process. So uh, I'm sort of focusing on fiction right now just kind of because I like the creative work of it. And also, you know, with the Oscar, you sort of have five minutes of sparkle before Hollywood, you know, forgets who you are and moves on to the next thing. So I figured, you know, I've made enough docs that I know I'll always be able to do that, but I should, you know, try to capitalize on the, on this moment with, uh, with, with the fiction world. So, so both of those things together kind of made me decide I should put my attention on fiction. Mm -hmm. That's great. And and are you, you know, same kind of process, just starting the outlining and sketching and seeing where it goes and shaving it and stuff? Well, these projects are will be more expensive. So I've been, you know, sort of putting together decks and trying to put together teams and taking it out and pitching people and trying to raise the money. So one of the big differences that I found in is that with a doc, you have a good idea. I can, by tomorrow, I can go out and start shooting mm -hmm. and there's something that I'll shoot on that first day that will be my movie. Right. In fiction, you can spend years just writing the scripts and trying to bring together the actors and you will bring the money and then an actor falls out and then the money falls out and then you rewrite the script and trying to find the location before you've even shot a single frame of your movie. You can spend right. years. And so that's a, in some ways, a very frustrating, the unsure feeling of not knowing if you're actually ever even gonna be able to make something. So most of that work right now, it's all so much work up front before you get to actually do the, the work of, of writing it. And then on top of that, you throw the uncertainty of productions in COVID time. I'm sure that's gotta be driving you crazy as well. Yeah. To be honest, because of the timing, I, I don't have something that I could start shooting right now anyway. So in some ways, the COVID tragedy has been not terrible for my work because mm -hmm. I can still Zoom calls with people and most of that stuff. In fact, I can do it more now than I could five months ago. Like six months ago, it would be hard to convince a studio executive to get on a Zoom call with you. And right. now it's just completely normal. In some ways, if you're gonna be working in New York, COVID has helped make the playing field more fair. It'd be interesting mm -hmm. to see if that continues, you, yeah. you know, after this changes back to whatever, you know, follows, if it's yeah. back to, no, you gotta come out to the West Coast, you gotta meet with us in, right. in person, or if this feeling is something that actually becomes an advantage. Yeah. Uh, and uh, of this tragedy, you know, in its yeah. own way. I'm going to gamble, and I'm a terrible gambler, so I bet the other way. But I would imagine the convenience and flexibility of being able to get the idea across faster, pitch somebody that having to get out there and spend a weekend of five days, I hope anyway that it does change the way we think about it. 
you know, that, that it does become more efficient. We can get our ideas out and we get our concepts done and we can get all that hard work before you even shoot anything done easier and faster and, and cheaper. I mean, you know, be able to do it on Zoom and keep it in people's heads instead of the business of getting on a plane or something like that. Be sure to subscribe, leave a review, and connect with us at streetriders.podcast at gmail.com. Tell your friends to listen and their friends too. Take it to the streets. Fights are right. <laughs>